0: Hi, I'm Claude Call.
1: And I'm Sean Gallagher.
0: We've both written huge numbers of articles about the movies. No,
1: no, that was just me.
0: Okay, yeah, he's the pro and I'm the schmo, but we are both passionate about the subject.
1: And that's why you should tune in to the Words and Movies podcast. We pick two films that appear to be different and talk about the things that they have in common.
0: We release a new show every other week and you can subscribe through most podcast
1: platforms. Find us on the web at wordsandmovies.com.
2: Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. We have a very exciting episode in store for y'all today. So without further ado, you know what time it is. It's time to batch it up. Welcome back to batch it up, everybody. I'm Sarah. And as always, my co-host is Axel. Hi, Axel.
0: Hello, Sarah. It is a pleasure to be here today. I'm so excited and you did great on the intro.
2: Thank you. That was so fun. Um, and I am so excited today. We have a very special guest for you all. Um, I am so excited to introduce, we have Henry Rodriguez from Marriott First Sight, New Orleans joining us today. Hi, Henry.
1: Hey guys. Thank y'all for having me. It's, uh, it's really cool to be here with you.
2: Um, we are so honored to have you on the podcast today. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, so Henry and I are. I'm. I'm going to call you a friend, Henry. Um, so okay. we know each other a little bit. So um, Henry, your um, infamous uh, twin brother, who we never saw on the show, is a friend of <laughs> mine, um, and he dates one of my best friends in the entire world, Kelly. Um, so um, who is is in your Favorite place to visit in the entire world: Northern Virginia.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> according to Reddit and the internet, it, it was the only place I ever visited. So, every, but
2: yeah, every time Northern Virginia got a shout out on the show, we were we were dying. It was it, that was hilarious. We loved it.
1: Uh, good. I'm glad somebody did.
2: Yes, um, but I was I was so upset that Kelly and Joe did not cancel their trip to come to the wedding. And I, I I've, to this day, I'm still mad at them because I was like, guys, you should have brought me to the wedding and then I could have been on the show, too. So anyway, um, that that is how Henry and I know each other. So, Henry, again, thank you for coming on today. We appreciate it. And we are so excited to have this very special episode for you guys. Um, but, yeah, we just kind of like wanted to get into it and just talk about your time on Married at First Sight. But I think our first question is kind of how did you get yourself on this, on this ride? Like how did you get signed up for the show?
1: Um, Honestly, I was referred to the show by somebody and they, um, you know, I received a call and I was told that someone referred me to the, the show and everything. And I had heard of it. I had heard about the show through a couple of, of friends that, uh, that I know watch it at that time. I had never seen any of it myself, but I, I you know, I, I, I certainly understood like the concept of it and what it was all about and all of that. And yeah. And I just slept on it for a couple of days and, and discussed it with, with my aforementioned brother. And, <laughs> and, um, Really, just went through, went from there, went, went through each step and, and, uh, just decided to go through with it.
2: That's awesome. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. a couple of my friends signed me up for the DC Married at First Sight. Obviously, I did not <laughs> get picked. Um, uh, but they, they were like, Sarah, the show Married at First Sight is coming in DC. We're signing you up. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. And against my will, they did, but I did not get picked. Um, but it's, it, I I just it's crazy I I I just can't believe when when you actually got picked like what what went through your mind
1: when I got yeah so you know you kind of go through each step and naturally the more steps you go through the more of a reality it it starts to become Mm -hmm. and when I was when I got my when I got matched it was I mean it was surreal it was overwhelming it didn't I, I? Don't think it hit me for quite some time, you know. I mean, there's. I don't think people realize that, like, how much goes into it, you know, to in order to get matched and everything. There's a. It really does take a commitment on a lot of different levels, and I think when I got matched, it was kind of surreal, but I was definitely excited and and uh, you know, I looked at it, you know, just like when I discussed it with with Joseph, my brother. For those of you at home, um, when I discussed it with him, it it was just, it's like I told him it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. I knew that there was a lot of risk involved, but I, I also thought that there was a lot of potential reward and oh, I yeah. thought that, that it was worth it. You know,
2: totally. Absolutely. Yeah. One Man. of the
0: things, um, by the way, I guess I'm officially speaking to you on the podcast now. Thank you for coming on. Um, one of the things that happened on the show was I can't remember one of the women got in, there was a little bit of uh, like kind of internet outrage when she admitted that part of the reason she came on was that it was a TV show and it might be a fun experience. (laughs) And some Mm -hmm. people got upset about that. And I'm sitting at home and I watch these shows with my wife and I say to myself, How could you get upset about that? That has to be part of it. I mean, it's interesting. You're going to be on TV. It's this big experiment. You know there's going to be feedback. I'm sure did that play a part in your decision-making as well? Just like, do you have any interest in film and TV and stuff like that?
1: Uh, So do I have an interest in any of that? No, I I, I never did. Um, But I got to say, yeah, I, I saw a lot of... That was Amelia. Yes, who, Amelia. Yeah,
2: Amelia. She proposed
1: yeah. that to Bennett on um, during their last or their final dinner together before decision day. And I, I got to say, I, I did not understand the criticism no. that she got for that. I mean, if, you know, part of your decision to do something like this or, or like that is certainly the, the TV element of it. Um, and that was, you know, as much. My main goal was clearly, or, you know, for me, my main goal was, was certainly the marriage and the potential match and, and what that could mean. But, yeah, you, you definitely take into consideration the TV aspect. Like, for me, I was scared as hell. I, like, that was one of the things potentially drawn me away from 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 going through with it. Uh, you know, for Amelia, it seemed like it was one of the things that drew her in, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? And, and if, you know, I mean... You guys have seen the show, so you know Amelia and Bennett fairly well, at least on TV. I mean, that's just who they are. You, you, that's who right. she is. She has an outgoing personality. She's charismatic. I could see why that would draw her in. I'm like the opposite of that. <laughs> so, um, you know, that was certainly a big risk to it all for me. But once again, I, you know, I just as much as that kind of concerned me, I, I, I at the end of the day decided that it was it was worth the the risk for me to take, you know?
0: Wow. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, that is you and Amelia did present yourselves and seem to be like opposite ends of the spectrum. Like Bennett, they, Bennett and Amelia were so outgoing and it seemed like they were so theatrical that it didn't matter if a camera (laughs) was there, they were going to be theatrical.
1: They, they had, they have or had, or have the absolute right. Uh, mindset, or yeah. what I think is is the right mindset, the right mindset that you have to have going into it. Um, I think, I honestly, you know, I, I think if you ever agree, or for anyone who whoever may consider doing something like like a, a TV show, um, I or a reality show, I should say, you really do have to have the mindset of just not caring, right. you, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And I do think that there were certainly times for me when. You know, the, the cameras kind of made me shy a little bit, especially early on. And you kind of you feel like for me, at least I felt like I was walking on eggshells, uh, being cautious about what I, I may or may not say. Um, but, you know, Amelia, I think I, I think her attitude was was right. I think it was justified. And I I, like I said, I, I didn't really understand the, the criticism. I mean, that's I mean, it's not like you go into this. It's like a surprise at the last second that it's a reality TV show. I mean, that's just what right. it is. You know.
2: Are you are you a big reality TV show fan, Henry? Do you watch a lot, a lot of other reality TV shows?
1: Do I watch? Not. I wouldn't consider myself a big one. Um, okay. You know, there are some shows I, I've I watch here and there, but no, it's it's okay. not. I, I wouldn't say it's one of my go tos.
2: So I I know for for us, we you know obviously we talk about The Bachelor mm-hmm. every week, and so we. Yeah we always go in and we're like, oh, like we know that like the producer probably twisted so-and-so's words. And so I know like, f- I feel like for me, if I ever went on a reality TV show, I would probably be like you walking on eggshells thinking, what am I about to say that might get twisted? You know? And so that right. th- that's why I asked that because if, if you are watching a lot of reality TV, maybe you may be yeah. of that mindset, like mm, anything I say might get twisted, you know? Yeah.
1: Sure. And 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 I think, you know, and and you're or at least me or I'm assuming everybody else who, who does it, um, I mean you're cognizant of the fact, or at least I was, that, you know, it's it's gonna be watched, you know, at some point down the road. And, you know, I like I, I didn't do it to hurt anybody's feelings or, or to say anything bad or or whatever. Um, but you know, I mean I I, I will say I, I do think that, you know, when you're doing it there there does come a time that it's just kinda like you know whatever i mean it's it's mm-hmm. is what it is it's, it's it's part of your life at that that point but yeah but um but yeah amelia i i thought what she said was completely justified i thought it was realistic and, yeah. and um, no judgment from me that's for sure yeah
0: and i think i uh, as i have i have a background in film and editing and when i'm watching these shows I keep that in mind. And one of the things I remember saying to my wife while we were watching your season was that you probably had the most foolproof methodology, which was seemed to be your natural personality, (laughs) which was not to over talk, but to listen and let people talk calmly, say what you wanted to say, but not repeat yourself. And it when you when you're like that when you have someone on camera like that the thing with editing is the more someone talks the more you can create whatever story you want. Mm-hmm. When a person is not as talkative but is to the point and succinct, it doesn't leave you with a lot of options in editing. So yeah. I thought I, that like you you were I mean first of all I think you did great as far as being on camera, there's not many people that can appear on a reality show and kind of at the end of it, you think your parents should be proud of what you, of you being on the show. (laughs) Like you, you really, you really behaved so calmly and rationally in so many situations that otherwise could have, you could have lend, you could have leaned into the drama Mm -hmm. that I thought it was like, you kind of, I don't know. It was like you presented a little bit of a challenge as an editor. I was watching it. Were you ever cognizant of that yourself? Like, hey, if I just say this, that's all they have.
1: Um, no, not really. To be honest, like, like I said, I, I think you're always conscious, conscious of the or cognizant of the the cameras around. But um, honestly, that's just kind of how I am. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm just. I don't, I'm not like by nature, I'm not confrontational and unless my, my brother's involved or my father, <laughs> but I, you know, by nature with with other people, I'm not confrontational and certainly in that situation, that's not, that wasn't my goal. I I, I like to listen. I, I like to think before I speak or think before I react and I, I don't like to get, and, and I explain this to christina a lot off camera you know I, I i don't like to get distracted by you know the the um like the silliness of you know you said this or that or you know like i just don't like to get sidetracked i, I like to discuss like he
0: said she said bullshit that bullshit yeah yeah he said, said she said <laughs> that like
1: don't don't twist my words like yeah. you know this is already a lot that's going on i i, I don't want to get sidetracked with with nonsense. Um, and yeah, so I, that like, however, you know, what w- w- you just, um, uh, discussed or explained that, you know, that wasn't me cognizant of the cameras. That's just kind of how I am. So, um, unfortunately it doesn't always make for exciting TV, but you know, that, that wasn't really my Michael, oh,
0: so. I loved your scenes. Are you kidding me? And I'm not just saying that because you're on the show. My wife could attest <laughs> to it. I really, but yeah, I mean, that's you naturally. But I think that I, you know, if ever to talk to the editors, I'm sure that they would probably comment that same thing, which is that that's a thing, too, that sometimes you see they don't cast people like that on reality shows. And that's one of the things that I find interesting about Married at First Sight. Is that um, they get a mix, mm-hmm. and um, they don't always just go for the dramatic or the scene mm-hmm. stealers. They actually try to get people together, um, and so I th- and it it has worked many times on this show more than The Bachelor.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, i I actually agree with you on that one. One thing I I did really enjoy about at least the the filming or just really the experience in general was there there were a lot of different personalities there you know um you know you you had your charismatic people like woody and 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 bennett and then you had your laid-back folks like myself and olivia and whatnot um so we definitely had a good mix and i think that that in and of itself makes for good TV for, for the viewers at home. But I do agree. It's certainly not like they just, it doesn't seem like they just go out there just, and and just find like the most charismatic and, and, um and uh most exciting of personalities just for the sake of drama. You know, mm-hmm.
2: speaking of, of Olivia, I think everyone wants to know, is there,
1: uh,
2: <laughs> is there, is there anything going on with you and Olivia? The people want to know.
1: Olivia, <laughs> and i are dun, 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 we are friends um uh-huh. we are are not dating i i will never um you know i'll never sit here and, and close any potential opportunities but uh you know i like we're friends i, I became friends with most of the the cast and mm-hmm. uh and and she's one i think Olivia's cool i think um i think she's fun to hang out with uh, you know i not just Olivia. I think all of us, you know, Woody, Karen, Miles, Bennett, et cetera. You know, we all ha- certainly have a bond. You know, we, mm-hmm. we went whether we were quote unquote successful or not. We all went through the same experience and and uh, it was crazy. And I think we're all brave no matter, you know, how it all played out. And uh, yeah. And, you know, Olivia is a, a fun person to hang out with.
0: Do you <laughs> hear that from other people? We can't be the only ones who have asked that.
1: About me and Olivia? Yeah. No, the whole my Instagram blew up. <laughs> uh,
2: I saw I saw Miles' uh, his uh, Instagram story was like, "Stop sliding into my DMs <laughs> about it, guys. They're not together." <laughs> I, felt,
1: I felt bad for my. I felt bad that we we caused that for him, but um, I did see it. I thought that was I thought that was pretty funny. But I was
2: cracking up. That was funny.
1: Yeah, is what it is.
0: Would you but,
2: be? Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Sarah. Oh no. I was just going to say I mean that is so you know this season was so different from any other season because you guys were in in your marriages for so much longer than any other season and so th- that bond that you have with the other cast members is so different um so do, are you guys in touch with anyone from any other season or is this are you guys like so very close with each other and it's just like you know we have are just in such a different you know, realm, or, or, or I don't know. Do you understand? But well, I, I guess what I'm getting yeah. at there, you know. Yeah,
1: I yeah, I have uh, never. No, no. W- w- at least speaking for myself, I'm, I'm not sure yeah. about anyone else from our season. But uh, I have not spoken with anyone else from any of the other seasons. Um, I guess other than technically Jamie, who yeah. you know, because she well, she yeah, she, um, she hosts the, the unfiltered, but. But no, I I haven't spoken with anybody else. I'm definitely not opposed to it, but uh, I I would certainly like to hear about you know <laughs> some other yeah some of their some of their experiences and and all that. But uh, no, but I, I I have only kept in touch with with uh, the folks from our
0: season. That's
1: interesting because they I really didn't should... realize. Oh, go ahead.
2: Well, I was reading an article. I I think Jamie was on one of the seasons of The Bachelor. Side note, she crossover. was crossover. Yeah, I didn't realize that until like the other day I was reading an article and I was like, wait a second, this girl looks familiar. So Mm. crossover.
0: No, (laughs) she, she, I think that was the way she was on the first season of Married at First Sight. Mm -hmm. And I remember when this show first came out, my wife and I noticed, because it was initially on FYI, not on Lifetime, I believe. I think Mm -hmm. it was FYI. Mm And she was the draw. They were upfront about she had been on the batch because she was kind of like a bachelor favorite. And this was, if I if I'm remembering correctly, this was a little bit before Bachelor Nation was what it is now.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this was before I started watching. Yeah.
0: So it was kind of a get that they were able to have her be on this show, and um. And kind of go, and now you see from there, she's done a really good job of making a career Mm -hmm. of this whole thing. And that just what Sarah was talking about with talking to other um, other cast people from other seasons and even other countries. Like recently, they showed Married at First Sight Australia Mm -hmm. here on Mm -hmm. Lifetime. Actually, it coincided with the airing of your season.
1: It did, yes, um, it,
0: it did. And I, ju- it just surprised me because I think they have such a good thing going here, and they have such such a fan base that there should be more of like, I would love to see like a married at first sight summer games or, <laughs> <you know laughs> what I mean, like that paradise at sight at first sight, you know, you know?
1: like it's like a challenge type. Uh, <laughs> like a challenge
2: type yeah. That would be fun. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That'd be interesting. Uh, yeah, it, it would. Yeah, the. Um, yes, I, I. I actually haven't watched any of the. Um, the I haven't watched any of Married at First Sight Australia, but I. I, I do hear that it's pretty entertaining. Yeah. So it's I very may, may different. Like, yeah. It's
0: very different. They don't. From what I understand, the commitment that you all make is larger than the commitment that they make uh in so far as like moving into a new place and actual having like mar like real marriages, legal marriages okay. and stuff. Um but there's cool people and you it's a similar experience. So I just think whenever I see this, I think it's like this is an IP. This is like, you know, you're now part of the Avengers, Henry, right? You're like <laughs> you know like there's a team of people who have been on these shows that I'd like to see kind of mix it up, you know?
1: Yeah. Hopefully I'm Iron Man, but <laughs> I, I never thought of it that way. Yeah. I, I, I honestly haven't watched the Australian version. So, I, you know, to be frank, I, I, I don't know how it differs, but um, I, I do hear it's pretty entertaining yeah. and, and I know a lot of people like it. So, I, I'll i have to give it a go sometime. But yeah, but you know, there's definitely, you know, it's like I said, it's a bond. There's no doubt, even if I never talk to anybody else from any other season, um, you know, I'm certainly part of that fraternity, if you will. Oh, and um, you are. And it's cool, you know.
0: Um, speaking of that, there was an appearance early uh, by a friend of yours who was on The Real World, Trishel. Trisha and, yes. um, of course, my wife and I went nuts when we saw her because we watched that Real World season. Um, mm-hmm. Did she have anything to do with you coming on the show, or was her connection to reality TV just like total coincidence?
1: No, it's pure coincidence. That's crazy. Um, That's yes, crazy. I. Yes, I mean, not to my knowledge. I, I, I know or I have a good idea who referred me. Um, Trishel was certainly supportive and, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Trishel was definitely all about me doing this, but, you know, for those people who think that uh, Trishel or, you know, Kristen for that matter, or any of my friends convinced me to do this, they couldn't be more wrong. I am highly independent. I make my own decisions. I'm, I'm always thoughtful in what I do and, uh, yeah, sure. It was, like I said, was Trishelle a big cheerleader for it? Absolutely. But she did not, uh, she did not influence my decision personally on whether or not to, to do it. So,
0: but it's good that you had someone like that, right. Who had a similar experience that you could, yeah. uh, you must've found that, uh, reassuring. Oh, okay. She went through something like this and now, you know, here she is. She's happy, like is a part of her life.
1: Definitely, um, she was absolutely somebody that I leaned on going into it. Because once again, even though the marriage is the main focus, you know, it, you you cannot ignore the 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 television element of it, and I I definitely leaned on Rochelle a decent bit um, in that aspect uh, going into it. So, yes, that's cool. That's cool. All all right.
0: I got a I got a COVID question for you here we go um, cuz as sarah said that played a big part in your season and actually i just want to take the time to say for myself that was like one of the only real and first depictions of corona that i saw yeah. on a reality show mm-hmm. you know so it was a little like groundbreaking when you think about it this season might like people go back and study it you know in the time capsule um yes. but uh It seemed to us as viewers that you were just kind of, they just kind of left you like the, 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 um, the experts came back after a while and they're like, we're sorry, we haven't talked to you for so long was what kind of communication was there between production and you when it started And was there anything that was shot that we didn't see or can you describe that for us?
1: Um, there, honestly, there was, uh, no, it it wasn't like that at all. I I did see some people commenting that it came across like that. We definitely had communication with, with the, if I'm not mistaken, we had a weekly touch base with the experts, um, where, yeah. And then, uh, we definitely had communication from production uh you know they were crazy times no yeah. no one knew you know it's i i'm i mean i'm not sure how it was for you guys up, up there but for us you know it started off with a, a a two-week shutdown i think statewide certainly citywide and you know no no one knew what the hell was going on you know yeah. what i mean it was like two weeks and then two more weeks and then a month and and production was as in the dark about everything as as was everybody else but no they they didn't just leave yeah i mean it, it was a tough situation for them uh but they definitely didn't just like leave us in the dark um that's good we certainly had communication with the experts we cer- we certainly had communication from production but it was it was crazy times and and they handled it as best they could so yeah. hats off to them
0: was there at any point? Was there a question of like, "Hey, are we gonna continue doing this?" Or absolutely. Do we... yeah.
1: I, I, if you would have asked me to bet my savings on whether or not we would finish it, to be frank, especially with how my experience was going to that point, um, I, I would have said there's no way we were we were finishing. I, I, I remember right. actually. Oh yeah. I, I, rem- I mean, it was just, it was nuts. You know, yeah. I mean, this, like I, you know, I think even now, as we're still kind of going through the whole pandemic, I, I don't really think it's hit a lot of people what we're actually going through. Mm-hmm. And especially at that time, it was so doom and gloom and so end of the world, you know, yeah. um, that, I was just like, there's no way, there's no way we're going to finish. I I remember doing an interview, like, you know, they, they came over and, and I, and I had to do a, a, a solo interview. And I remember at the end of it, just telling them that they may as well take the tape out the camera and throw it in the trash. (laughs) And I told them just to make sure that they don't throw away my dad's speech to send it to me. So we could watch it together one holiday, but, uh, no, I mean, I, I did not think we were going to finish it. Like I just, oh, gosh. yeah, I just, I just kind of thought that, um, yeah, you know, I was, I was myself along with probably a number of other people on cast was, I think we were just expecting them to tell us that it was getting canceled at any second, but to their credit, we powered through it and, yeah. and we got it done. Yeah.
0: I can only say for myself I was working as a uh, production assistant in New York during the famous blackout when there was like mm-hmm. no power in New York for a week. And we were in the middle of shooting a, like an American Express commercial. And what happened was there were a lot of people who just walked off. Like they they had to yes. go back to their families and they were working. But so when that helped, when that happened, You know, I remember thinking to myself, yeah, these are, you know, there's people behind the camera who have a life as well as the people who are part of like, this is a whole community that like a kind of a company that's formed and people have other lives. So Mm -hmm. it is, it is kind of remarkable that they were able to salvage the season. And I thought they did a pretty good job of then bringing you all back. And you went on that little, um, retreat together, right? Mm Mm-hmm and i thought yeah. that that was a great idea and it, and and actually i i was saying to my wife i was like damn i wish i would have got to go on a retreat at some point during this quarantine
1: <laughs> you
0: know, like
2: yeah. that looked kind of fun did you guys yeah. feel feel safe during that and did like was everyone taking the right precautions and everything
1: we definitely took the right precautions or you know the precautions that you know as best as we could right. um and uh I'm sorry. Was was other? Did, did,
2: you, did you feel safe during that retreat yes, and everything yes, yes, yes. and all that? Absolutely, yeah,
1: absolutely yeah. felt safe. Um, it, trust me, they were. There were all kinds of when when filming started back up. Uh, there were all kinds of of uh, of precautions that they took. It was it was crazy. Like just watching everything that we had to do from that point forward was it was like a movie in and of itself. Just really? how how careful they had to be with everything and, and, mm-hmm. and between all of us, you know, but, uh, definitely felt safe. I was not concerned at all. And that retreat, you know, it certainly was not Disney world or anything, but it was, it was a blast. Yeah. I, I, it was the first time that all of us hung out to, even though we all lived in, in the same complex, it was the first time that all of us really hung out together since, since Mexico. Um, mm-hmm. as far as I could remember. And, it was. I think just everybody was mentally exhausted from everything, and I can imagine, yeah. It it was just a good time to get together and 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 have a bit of a of a distraction, you know. Yeah, Absolutely.
0: Yeah, that's what it seemed to me. Like it was a, it was a really good idea. Um, mm-hmm. I have a little bit of a kind of behind the scenes question. As much as you can answer it. One of the things that we often hear about or people talk about when they talk about reality shows is how much is the producers are involved, blah, blah, blah. So if you could just describe to us how like maybe one shooting might work, it might help people understand because there was one scene with you and Christina where um, I think she got upset and she was like, I don't want to talk about this. And you were doing your best to to talk and you could hear the producer say something like, talk a little bit about the food you're making or do something mm-hmm. like that. Is that generally how you're directed when the cameras are rolling or how would you describe how they direct you?
1: Um, I'm not sure how much I could really say other than you definitely, you know, I mean, it. You know, it's a team of people naturally that that uh, work behind camera. You know, you, you have the audio folks and the PAS and the producers and the APs and all that. Um, it's certainly a team of people. It is. You definitely, it's it's a group of people, especially with your you know designated producer that you you uh, develop a relationship with, and you lean on throughout the process. So um I'll just say like yeah I mean they they certainly assist when needed but um but yeah I mean it's it's I don't know if I'm if I'm answering because I I want to be careful with how I right. with Okay how I, I would it, guess but.
0: my guess would be that it depends if you guys are having a good conversation <laughs> yes. they let so, it right, roll
1: that's, right, so that's right? what I'm trying to say yeah. it's like you know they 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 are there to provide guidance when needed but um but you know i mean honestly they're i'm not gonna sit here and say they're a part of you as much as as you know as anyone else but i mean they really kind of are i mean it's like i said you're it's you know the the production team and, and your producer it's someone you communicate with all the time and and uh and they do their best to to help out whenever whenever necessary yeah. you know
0: yeah because that's one of the things that my in my experience shooting stuff it is harder to try to direct people than it is to just get them used to the camera and then just have them talk Mm -hmm. like you can't continually stop and say like well henry we want you to say it like this no they just Mm -hmm. might say hey all right um maybe we'll talk a little bit about the upcoming conversation you're going to have with pastor Cal." And then you guys kind of, you know, maybe you talk about that and something else and then they edit it together, but they generally, yeah. cause they do have to move it along to what like the next segment or next thing that's going to happen is. Yeah. Right?
1: yeah. Of course. Yeah. But they don't, um, like I said, I mean, they're there if, if, you know, things are going great. I mean, it's just, you know, it plays out the way it plays out. But, um, like I said, they're there to provide guidance when, when need be. And, uh, you know, I think I think that that scene that you're you're referencing showed a little bit of of that. Okay. You know,
0: that's cool. And generally speaking, if it was a regular week during filming, how often are the cameras and the producers with you?
1: Ah, uh, there. I, I don't honestly, I don't know that I could answer that. Unfortunately.
0: Okay. All right. I'm just interested to know if it's like they give you a schedule of like, we're going to hang out I mean, with you when you do this, but we're not going to be here when you do this, yeah. just so you have more time, like actually together.
1: I mean, I could say it's it's scheduled yeah. shooting. you know, it's not like, you know, uh, like my friend, Rochelle, who did the real world where it was like just cameras, like all over the place. I mean, right. I, I think any, anyone who watches the show could can see that but um yeah sure it's i mean it's definitely scheduled shooting but mm-hmm. um as far as like the details on how much i don't know that i could that's cool i could say yeah. but but yeah but um you certainly have an idea of 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 what to expect you know day to day okay
0: and I lead- guys- oh go ahead
1: sarah i'm sorry
2: because well, you guys were still going to work full-time for yeah. the most part mm-hmm. yeah. yeah right yeah. yeah yeah that's what i mean yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: i mean and, and they are they do a great job of working around you know, because everybody does not everybody, but a lot of us do different things and have different schedules, and um, and and they do a great job of, of working around that. So mm-hmm. that's cool.
2: Okay. Yeah, honestly, it, it, it almost felt like you guys like obviously they did show you guys were going to work here and there, but they make it feel like you guys aren't going to work. You know, the, the way it just feels so seamless. Mm-hmm. You know, but it's it's uh it's funny the way they can. They can edit it like that, you know?
0: Yeah. It just seems because yeah. for a lot of these different shows, like you take, we talk about The Bachelor. When they're on camera with The Bachelor or Bachelorette, that's like the only time they ever see them. But you all right. have mm-hmm. an opportunity to really get to know each other when cameras aren't around. Um, and it's interesting how on Married at First Sight, that has become more of a... You know, three or four seasons ago, they would never include a soundbite when one person accused the other one of acting differently on camera, but (laughs) now they feel more comfortable including Mm -hmm. that, right? Like in all of reality TV, that kind of fourth wall is falling down a little bit more to where Mm -hmm. they admit to these things. So I think people in general are interested in kind of how things are shot because from because we're more educated viewers um yeah you know
1: i i think what the the last thing you just said about the the viewers being a little more educated and and that's for a lot of different reasons nowadays but um i i think that you know and and i don't know this for a fact i have i have no idea because i do agree with you it's clear that they're a little more comfortable showing that now than in in seasons past um I'm not really sure why, but I do think a big part of it is that, is that viewers are a little more educated nowadays, nowadays. um, you know, uh, and, you know, I think some of it's like, it's like I said earlier. I mean, I think we all make, well, maybe not all of us, but I, I think a lot of us make the decision to do this with the marriage, you know, the first priority, but you know, none of us are, 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 um, are ignorant of the fact that you know there are cameras around and it's and a tv show so i mean that being said it, you know it, it like it can play into somebody's marriage you, you know like like that that part of it can can play a big part into um somebody's relationship and and uh so i, I think i think it's good to see them not not be afraid to to share that a little bit you know yeah
2: Yeah, i know olivia was always saying with brett that he was just such night and day when the cameras were off i remember that was a a big Uh a big thing with with them for sure
1: absolutely yeah um i have
0: only one more production question and then i'll stop being annoying about it (laughs) but this oh this is a funny one though okay When you, when, when they, they, cause on this show, they love doing the wake up shoot and the go to bed shoot. (laughs) They love doing it. And everybody on, on Facebook and the internet is always like, why they already have their makeup on? Oh my God. And I always have to sit there and say, Hey, it's okay if they say good night and they turn the lights off and then they say, okay, the camera crew's leaving. We're really going now. Bye guys. So can you answer that question? Do sometimes. When you turn out the lights, are you not actually going to bed?
1: I cannot answer that question.
0: (laughs) That's okay. I knew that. I had to ask, though. I had to ask. Yeah. But because that's that's okay. You know, you still have to get a shot sometimes, and it can still be real. I think. The idea of reality show, docudrama, documentary, Mm -hmm. the lines are so blurry that in the end, what it really comes down to is the intent, um, whether you're not, you're trying to fool an audience or you're just trying to show a natural thing, right? And then life Mm -hmm. happens, you know?
1: Yeah
2: it does give me anxiety to see the women <laughs> go, go to bed with a full face of makeup. You know, I'm like, I'm like, Oh, the acne that's going to come the next morning. Gotta Some people, wash your do, face. You know? Some
1: people <laughs> do. You never know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's all right. True.
2: So, so we haven't really, uh, you know, spoken about Christina at all. So I think we need to dive in to your actual marriage. Um, so, when, when, you know, you first saw Christina walking down the aisle, what, what were you thinking?
1: Apparently the first thing I thought was that she, she was tall. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I did think that, but I, um, yeah, I, I, I think Christina's a pretty girl. Um, I think I mean, I, I honestly, I when she first walked down the aisle, I, I think like yes, like you know, I certainly had my first impressions and all that right. because there's so much like just leading up to that moment. There's I'm it's, sure. it's just all about the match, right? It's like the yeah. match, the match. Like, what do you think? What do you think she looks like? What do you think she's going to be like? What do you think family is going to be like? Um, and and you know, leading up to it, that's just all you think in your head. You just think so much about that. But honestly, for me, a lot of it was just like it, I you know, I'm going to pat myself on the back leading up to it. I was just so cool, calm and collected. I think my friends were wondering if, if I really was a robot or, or, <laughs> a, um, or a human being. But then when I was up there and, and you could see my nervous twitch, you know, going off a little bit, mm-hmm. Um, it just standing up there, it just hit me. It just all became so real. And, and it, it you know, the most real part of it was when she walked down the aisle. And I think I was, I, I i really was thinking more about that than any of it. I was like, holy crap, you're, you're about to get married. This you know, is happening. And, and, like, oh my and, God. And, 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 and this <sighs> is her. And, and, you know, and, and this journey, you know, there's so much build up to it. And then it's like, wow, this, this journey is, is really about to get started. So to be honest, that really was going through my head more than yeah. than anything.
2: And then I mean, your dad really, really stole the show during uh, the reception. He was great. I wish we could have seen more of of his speech because uh, I, I heard it was amazing. The whole thing,
1: yeah. Um, you know, my my dad has a, I, th- you know, I I am a good mix between. Uh, You know, personality wise, I should say, but I'm Mm -hmm. I'm a good mix between my my mom and my dad. My my mom's a lot more laid back and to herself. And my dad is certainly, you know, it doesn't shy away from the spotlight clearly. And um, he's a lot more colorful. And I think I'm just a good mix between both of them. Mm -hmm. But yeah, my dad certainly, certainly Mm. enjoyed giving that speech, didn't he? So,
0: dude, let me tell you something. My father is the exact same way, brother. He yeah he did the same thing to me at my rehearsal dinner. He stood up and gave like a ten minute crazy rambling expletive mm-hmm. speech. <laughs> I was like yes. Yeah. So I was that whole time I was right there with you. I could feel that you're like, Okay, dad, okay It's <laughs>
1: you know, I don't uh It's fun though. But- and- it, it, no, it, I I thought the speech was was pretty funny, um, and you know since we're talking about my father, I I, I will just address one annoying thing about the comments <laughs> I read online. I I read so much about how my father's verbally abusive and how
2: oh my gosh
1: oh it was nonstop. You know just everybody thought he was like just verbally abusive and and I you know I was the way that I am because of him. Um, let me be clear, my dad is not verbally abusive. He I I get it up north. It's a little different than down south. But, you know, that's, you know, a lot of fathers down here, not all of them, but especially where I grew up. It's just kind of, it's kind of tough love. You know, I I, I describe, even though he's never coached anything before, but I kind of describe him as a football coach dad. He just, he kind of, he shows people love by giving them a hard time. That's, that's just what he does. Whether or not someone agrees with that or not, I don't really care. That's your opinion. And I completely respect it and I understand it, but he was definitely not. You know, my my dad loves me. He was he instilled a hard work work ethic in me, and and he taught me a lot growing up. And uh, I thought his speech was rather funny. My only yeah. issue with the speech was that they gave him like two minutes to speak, and he spoke for about thirty. And, <laughs> and it really it really had nothing to do with what he was saying. It had a lot more to do with dad. Give the you know give the mic up. You know like yeah yeah we, that's we gotta, what I meant yeah. We, we got to get the show on the road. And, um, but, you know, that being said, I, I, I did want to address that because my my dad and I have a great relationship. And oh my
2: gosh. I did not know that people were saying that online. Oh. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Clear that up. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: It dominated. Yeah. No, that, that like dominated. And uh, it was kind of just dis- disappointing to see because he's. That's,
2: no, yeah, that's he, awful.
0: That is and a hard I think, thing. I can tell. Yeah. Like I'm saying, similarly in my family um we can joke around pretty harsh and dissing each other pretty hard and uh, from the outside it can seem like oh you're mean or angry no it's just like it's a different kind of i don't know you know i'm from jersey and we're just like that (laughs) we just like crack on each other a lot you know
1: yeah it's just just a different relationship you just give each other a hard time it actually i i'm kind of glad i was brought up that way because it it's, it's given me thick skin over the yes. years to where like I don't take everything so personally like I really don't like you could tell me whatever you know like it's probably helped prepare me pretty well for this whole experience experience with some of the nonsense I had to read online but like mm-hmm. no I mean it's just it's just tough love it's just like you said you just take cracks at one another and uh, that's just what it is I, I get that some people don't understand that and and they disagree with it and that's fine but I he and I have a great relationship he said some funny things i i'll give my dad credit he is he's witty as hell and some of the things that pop into his mind so quick i'm 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 usually impressed so um <laughs> it was definitely entertaining you know well, that's
0: the reality yeah. part of it right like and but you know that's the way people are especially on the internet yeah. and such they want to discuss everything and every little look or nuance can be interpreted Mm-mm. as something else Oh yeah. Um, but you have to give credit to your family for just being who they were on camera and for I mean that's what I like a lot about this show is that I think that they actually do a really good job of showing some very human moments that mm-hmm. people have and I think that they are pretty respectful when people are vulnerable. Um and uh you know that can be a vulnerable moment as well. I mean, just like you were talking about, I could only imagine you're getting married. There's cameras. Then you're going to go to some, it it doesn't end. Then you go to the, to the, uh, the, the whole reception, you're whisked away to a honeymoon. It's such a quick thing, you know? And at the same Mm. time, you've got production going and your family too is involved. It's, it's a lot.
1: It's a lot. It's, man, it's nonstop. Like it's one thing after another. Um, I mean, it's just, it's a lot of, you know, I think I used to, I used to describe it as, as it being a lot of life changing moments, just one after, after the other. And, um, you know, if you sign up for this or if you sign up for that, it's, um, you just have to do your best to mentally prepare for, for that kind of experience. And, and I handled it the best way I could. And, and, uh, you know, certainly having my family be part of it was, was, part of that agreement, you know, and uh, Mm -hmm. I wanted them to be part of it and, you know, and they obviously were. So it was, it was quite entertaining, you know? Mm -hmm.
2: Well, I thought your dad was great. I, I thoroughly enjoyed his speech and I'm honestly, people suck online, you know, and (laughs)
1: yeah, you're telling me.
2: Yeah. So I'm glad that we were able to, to clear up uh, that for some of the folks online, but um so just kind of going back to Christina, obviously, mm-hmm. you know, we we could tell throughout that it just it wasn't really working. And what what kind of what was the 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 initial like this isn't going to work for you situation? Like was it at the reception? Was it the honeymoon? Um I know I was, you know, at the reunion you were saying that you had, you know, heard when she when she was telling you she had just gotten out of a five year relationship. Mm-hmm. Was that kind of the like uh, this isn't going to work for me, or, or was just was there another specific moment that just you were like, uh, I don't know about this situation?
1: Yeah, I mean, honestly, there were quite a few, but yeah. you know, it the when she told me about her getting out of a relationship. Uh, you know, not that long, a five-year relationship where she was living in California um, only, you know, eight months ago, you know, prior to our wedding day, you know, which means when you're going through the process, you know, that it was only like five or six months ago, whatever I, I did kind of, and it's not, it's not a knock on, it's not a knock on Christina. I just, I just do question one's mental uh, readiness to, to sign up for something like that and to like Mm -hmm. actually be committed Mm -hmm. Um or to actually just be ready to get married and settle down and stuff. Um and then I had I was learning from some of her guests that that uh that the relationship was a quote unquote toxic one Mm -hmm. and that they did crazy things to one another and then Christina herself told me that later on. So I was like, okay, so some of what I was hearing from the wedding is true, you know, because you know, at that point it was kinda second or th- or third hand information and, and then and then Christina did confirm that with me. And you know, I'm not gonna get into the details of all that. But, right. but yeah, yeah. you know, that that was certainly, you know, a red flag for me. But honestly, it wasn't, you know, that was one element of it all. There was just um I think at the end of the day, it was just the more I learned about I think the more I learned about uh each of us. Um we were just like so different, you know? Yeah. And I mean, I, like at the end of the day, that's that, that would like how different we were. That was the foundation of like all of our issues, you yeah. know, um, no, whether it be, you know, she's just getting out of a relationship or whatever, no, like, no matter what kind of red flags I, I saw or, or discovered early on, like the crux of it all is that we were just, we're just so damn different, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, And I think when you, and I know you know y'all y'all know this, and for those listening at home or in your car um you know if you, like two different personalities can work, but the differences have to complement one another Absolutely. Um, they have to be compatible like but but you know if they're not, then it's just a struggle and 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 just i I was trying to give the process as much time as I could to see if if it was ever gonna get to a point to where our differences complemented one another, but they just never did you know they it just kind of caused friction and and that's okay you know it's not it's not it's really not the end of the world you know mm-hmm. um but you know like my mom and dad are a perfect example I mean they are so different than one another clearly I mean you saw my dad and you 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 never saw my mom there's a reason for that <laughs> you know i mean she's she's not someone who like walks in, walks into the spotlight much and go but but that's that's how their relationship is like my my dad needs somebody like my mom. But for Christine and I, unfortunately, our differences didn't really gel in in quite the same way.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like uh, so often is said on this show. You can see why the experts put you together, but it just didn't work out.
1: It just didn't. I I I I, I yeah. I completely agree with that. I, I was kind of um, on paper. I to- like there was. I totally understood why on paper uh, Christina and I were a match. I actually, um, I actually requested, like, I actually, you know, told them I, 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 I would prefer someone a little different than me. Like if you ever saw my group of friends, I mean, hell, you've seen some of them, with Trish mm-hmm. and whatnot, but, but I, I surround myself with people. I am incredibly cognizant of who I surround myself with, whether it's someone I'm, I'm in a relationship with or someone I'm friends with or whatever. Um, You know, I know, you know, that I'm laid back into myself and all that. And sometimes I need people around me to to bring me out of that shell a little bit. And and I I I think that's important for me in a relationship. I I am gonna need somebody to kinda pull me out of my lane a little bit, pull me out of my shell, get me to not be as routine and and I thought on paper, I thought Christina actually made a lot of sense early on, but once again, as the, the relationship Progressed and developed a little bit. It was clear that our differences, um, although I could see why they match us, it was clear that that it it just made more sense on paper than it did um, in reality. You know. Yeah,
0: and I can imagine that um, it was still. You know, you still have to become vulnerable and open to the situation. So it's, and we could see through what you went through on the show that it was heartbreaking in many ways. You know, It's mm-hmm. you, you want something to work out. You want to just be... What I could tell from you is that it's like when people, like when you're in a situation where you just don't want to, like, argue anymore. You just want to try yeah. to kind of get along. You know what I mean? Just smooth it out. Mm-hmm. Let's just try to get to know each other. But that you just never seem to be able to get to that point.
1: Yeah, I, 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 I was... um. I don't like to make things more difficult than they already are. I, I, I'm just like that. I like, I you know, my brother would probably disagree, but I, like I'm not dramatic. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, uh, you know. Like I said, I, I just don't like to make things, especially like this, harder than what it what it already is. And um, yeah, there were so many moments where I was just like, all right, let's let's stop getting distracted here. Let's try to you know. You know, keep looking straight ahead at the prize, but uh, but you know, but that's like once again, that's not a fault or a knock on Christina at all. Um, it is the situation is a stressful one. Yeah, <laughs> it's like
2: there's no, yeah. it is
1: a stressful one. I am not the easiest person to be with because I am hard to read and I am incredibly logical and and I am not very you know emotionally responsive and reactive and all that. So like, look there was a lot going on internally for Christina. There was a lot going on for us, but it gets back to what I said earlier, right? Like the, like the foundation of all of our issues were that we were just so different. Like we each handled the situation a lot differently than, um, than either one of us expected the other one would. And I think that was, you know what, that was yet another contrib- contributing factor to, to our, you know, um, Our demise, if you will, you know,
0: Mm. Um, I have a question for you, uh, unrelated, which is, did you connect uh, with any of the experts? Are you still in contact with them at all? Because I love them. I think they're fantastic, especially uh, Pastor Cal and Dr. Pepper. They've been around a while on the show, and it just seems like they really would be great people to talk to and get advice from.
1: Yeah, I um, I I've spoken a little bit with uh Pastor Cal since, and a, and a little, you know, when might say a little bit. I mean, just exchanged uh, messages here and there with uh Dr. Viviana and Pastor Cal, not um, not Dr. Pepper. I mean, uh, not for any particular reason, but they, I loved the experts. I think they talk about compliment one another. I, I think the three of them complement each other really well um i always enjoyed speaking to dr viviana and pastor Ka- pastor cow is a cool dude and he he gave me some of um he gave me some great advice uh, along the way that that has stuck with me and and uh some advice that, w- that was definitely some big takeaways for me and you know dr pepper i some people think dr pepper is is kind of tough and and uh and just hard to read and stuff, but I, I think that's why I like Dr. Pepper so much. Cause that's kind of how I am. Like I'm really dry. I'm really to the point. That's how I am professionally and personally. And so I, I, I think when you're like that, I think a lot of times people misunderstand you or or misread you, but I know like, once again, it goes back to, you, you can't take everything personally, you know, like Dr. Pepper has a job. She just doesn't provide a lot of fluff. You know, if you're looking for fluff, Dr. Viviano will give that to you a little bit and, and in some ways, pastor Cal, but Dr. Pepper, just, she's there to get, she has a job to do. She gets to the point and it's, you know, it's not all about, um, it's not all about softening the, the, uh, landing spot, if you will. You know, she just, uh, that's just how she operates. And and I respect that, you know? Yeah.
0: I think that's a good part of the show. Um,
1: because oh, they're great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it's just good that they have, like we always talk about the bachelor and, man every one of these shows should have a therapist on hand <laughs> and should include that as part of it because it's an uh, it's an unreal situation it's very you know it's almost hallucinary, right? Uh, hallucinatory right <laughs> hallucinatory excuse me it, you know it's not it's like it's, it's real but it doesn't seem real the way you're describing it. and that's the way i always hear people kind of describe it and having been mostly behind the camera I can tell that that feeling happens too when you're shooting things. Things just it becomes almost like a blur, and you just kind of you have to rely on instincts almost to kind of get you by. And what you went through with uh, your experience with Christina and COVID as well, oh yeah, it wasn't the best experience. But here you are. It seems like it. it, All in all, it was a positive experience for you.
1: I. I think every experience is a, is a learning one. Um, you know, I've, I, I took a lot away from, I, or I should say, I've I've taken a lot away from my experience, you know, both in a marriage and and the filming element of it and, and all that, like, you know, when you do that, you put yourself out there, like not many people ever get a chance to do. And that in and of itself is, is a learning experience. And I certainly learned a lot, you know, during my, my marriage with Christina and, and a lot of that has to do with some of the guidance that the the experts provided us along the way. So, um, you know, I, 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 you know, I'll never look back on it and say it was like a waste of time or anything. It's, it was, it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. I've grown a lot from it and, uh, I'm hoping that it makes me, uh, you know, a better person going forward, both for myself and, and hopefully one day for, for someone else.
2: Yeah, certainly a a life, life life-changing experience for sure. Mm -hmm.
0: Absolutely. Um, do you, I, we've been talking for a while here over an hour. Sorry, do you have anything, any other questions you want to ask or Henry, do you have anything you want to talk about?
2: I think, uh, my last question, Henry, is just how, how has your life changed and, and what, what's next for you?
1: How has my life changed? Uh, I have a lot more followers now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know,
2: I saw, different. I saw AOC is one of them. That's pretty oh. cool. Oh yeah, yeah. I,
1: You know, I wasn't going to say that, but yeah. Um, I, I gotta wow. say when I got wind of that, cause I had no clue. Um, I think that's when it really hit me that, wow. Like there were some people out there who, who know who I am, you know, and it's, I don't know, man. It's, it's, it's surreal. I, I, you know, I. Part of me feels like it, it still hasn't hit me, and and it's weird. Like, I've gotten recognized a number of times just being out and about, whether it's like mm-hmm. the grocery store, or running at the park that I go to, or or whenever I, I, I go grab a drink here and there. And I don't know, just the amount of followers and and the messages I get. It's it's been overwhelming, but it's been very cool. And and a lot of them have have been pretty supportive. And um it makes me feel good it makes me feel like wow you know like you know a lot of people are there to support me that i've never met before and i don't know i guess there's a a little bit of a warm and fuzzy feeling that goes along with that you know
2: that's great yeah i've i've seen a lot of uh supporter like supporter uh instagrams popping up uh for yeah. you so that that's been really cool to see i'm sure i i can only imagine all the girls sliding into your dms now henry
1: <laughs> I, you know i it's funny i i mean I didn't you know yeah there are some some girls that have i guess slid into the DMs I mean I I really um you know I I've a lot of the messages I get are just like supportive um just uh, and you know I, I actually do try to respond to your and there just because I feel like it's it's a nice thing for some people to reach out and and uh and and, and do that but um I don't know like I said it's surreal it's just I, I didn't expect that many people to to either follow me or to care or to even, you know, from what I read on Twitter, a lot of people were fast forwarding through my scenes. So I, I thought a lot of people didn't even know who the hell I was, and yeah, it's it's but it's it's cool. I mean, I, you know like and as far as what's next, I have no clue. Like I I have a, you know I, I to be honest, I, I do have a little bit of a platform now. It's it's not a big one, but you know it's it's certainly more than what I had before, and and I have yeah. a couple. I have a couple of ideas on how I may want to uh, take advantage of it, you know, by, um, you know, just a couple of ideas that I won't get into now because nothing's really uh, set in concrete yet. But, you know, my little brain is racking some ideas and, and hopefully soon I, I have some, some announcements to make, but um, yeah, but it's really cool and, and we'll see what happens next.
2: Well, my one request is that if you ever get asked to go on Dancing with the Stars, you have to say yes, because then and then I will come and be in the audience and support you.
1: <laughs> Did you see me dance on a show? Did you see this? Yes. Awesome?
2: yes. And that is the point of this show. You will you will grow and you will get better. Yes. And then you will win it's a journey. because you will you will have the support of at First Sight viewers and yeah. this podcast <laughs>
1: you know I, I i appreciate that i could say this I, I you know just and i know i'm a tough critic of myself but just watching myself on tv i think it's pretty safe to say that nobody will come knocking on my door anytime soon to do anything else but i will say this dancing with the stars will certainly not i, I there would be a lot of <laughs> help i would need in order for me to uh to to learn a dance like that but but if if they do I'll I'll you'll be the first to know
2: Hey, if grocery store Joe can make it far, so can yeah. you, Henry. Yeah,
1: I have, I have no idea who is grocery store Joe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I knew you were going to say that. Just look him up on YouTube, and you'll see. Uh,
1: I'll look him up, but. Um
2: he's from the bachelor or bachelor oh. i guess i should say
1: okay i guess well I, I will look him up and uh <laughs> hopefully he provides some inspiration
2: for me yes yes but if they ever come calling you have to say yes <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that, that
2: is my one request
1: <laughs> noted
2: excellent all right well i think i think we have taken up enough of your time today henry thank you so much for hopping on with us we've had a blast um and is We'll, well, we will give you the last word. Is there anything um, that you want to tell the people before we wrap up?
1: Um, You know, no, not really. Uh, you know, I, I, I had a, a, like I said, it was a once in a lifetime opportunity. I had, I had a great time doing it. It was very cool to speak with you guys. And uh, for anyone listening, uh, if you, you know, if you aren't following me, feel free to do so. I, I try to, uh, share some humor on instagram and 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 make people laugh so feel free to follow me and like i said hopefully i have some announcements coming up soon with with uh what i plan on doing next so
2: do you want to share your handle
1: yes my handle is h rodriguez iv and uh yeah because i am the fourth and uh (laughs) that's it so look me up, follow me. If, if AOC can find me, I'm, I'm sure you can too. Excellent.
2: Excellent. All right, guys. Well, please connect with us on Instagram as well. We are at batched up underscore po- under, ugh, you know what? I should probably start over with that <laughs> at, <laughs> at batched up underscore pod. Um, please connect with us and start the conversation. We love talking about The Bachelor, Bachelor Nation, and Married at First Sight. Um, But as always, please rate, review, and subscribe.
0: One of the best parts about podcasting is getting to know the listeners and making new friends. And one of those friends is Andy. You may have heard me mention him before on one of our many podcasts. And Andy and his wife, Claire, are looking to adopt. So if you or anybody you know is considering adoption for their baby, please consider the loving family of Andrew and Claire. They're a home study approved adoptive family of three living on a farm in southern Minnesota with a dog, Barney and two turtles. They're able to adopt from anywhere in the United States and would love to answer any questions you may have. To learn more about them, check out their Facebook page at Andrew and Claire Adopt or on Instagram at Andrew underscore and underscore Claire underscore Adopt. You can also email them at Andrew and Claire Adopt at gmail.com. So again, if you or anyone you know is considering adoption for their baby, reach out at Andrew and Claire Adopt at gmail.com. Thanks.